0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the circuit of success and thank you for joining me. You know, it's been said that success comes to those who wait, but I believe the opposite. I believe that it's earned with the right attitude, a great belief system and action every single day. When you mix that in with faith, courage, discipline, and most importantly, a vision, that's when greatness happens. Now let's dive right into this week's guest. Welcome to the Circuit of Success Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland. We have a guest today from the NFL, Donovan Darius. How you doing today, my friend? I'm
1: doing well, sir, and yourself?
0: I'm doing great, I'm doing great. Uh, excited to have you on here. So I just wanted to uh, you know get our listeners out there to get your story and your message. I know you had an unbelievable college career at Syracuse. You had a great 10 years in the NFL. Uh, with the most of that with the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you could, Donovan, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, kind of your upbringing and what made you the man you are today?
1: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I mean, like, like a lot of guys uh, who've been in the NFL and, and went on to greatness beyond, a lot of it started because of our humble beginnings. And I, I really believe, as they say, that diamonds are made under pressure and most great things come from... Places of, of striving through and pushing through and being resilient and persevering. I was fortunate to grow up in Camden, New Jersey, uh, right outside of Philadelphia of, of a son of a mother who had five children by the age of 23, all of which who, you know, went on to college to to be great men or women of service. Uh, it was one of those things where I was fortunate to to, to go through the life of, of having little but to gain a lot through character, through discipline, through hard work and, and also by understanding purpose. And so to go from Camden, New Jersey to Syracuse University where I was fortunate to, to get my degree there and, and have my brothers come live with me while I was in college because of the upbringing and, and you know the nature and the danger of Camden, that was an amazing feat. And to go on to get drafted in the NFL uh, to live my dream and to be able to play successfully for 10 years uh, there was was amazing. And so uh, I'm just grateful for the life journey traveled. I'm grateful to have found my passion and dream beyond the game, uh, which is basically making an impact and being a messenger of hope for people. Uh, again, I'm just as a, as you may hear the cliche, I'm living a dream and I don't want to wake up.
0: Well, that's awesome. Love to hear that you're living the dream. You know, I know you got a book coming out. Uh, You just wrote it. I think you said in about five days, which is unbelievable. And uh, but it's called Next Level Motivation. Why don't you tell us about the book? And if you could talk about what that motivation is that got you from where you grew up to the NFL, kind of the mental toughness you had to go through to become uh, who you've
1: become. You know, one of the greatest things that um, you know there's an author that I love. He said about purpose. He said the greatest tragedy in life is not death. But it's living life without purpose. And I think that my whole life has been a life of purpose, whether it was the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, whether I understood it or not. But everything in life has a purpose. And in life, uh, there's a purpose to everything. And so the book that I made, that I, writ- I wrote in uh, basically five days, was one of those things that it was calling me to write. And the name of the book is Next Level Motivation Principles for Living Life to the Fullness. It's an opportunity for people to, number one, discover their purpose, understand their passion, and then to basically, uh, from a very simplistic way, know how to walk it out. I see all the time and everything that I do now professionally, there's so many people with so many gifts and talents, but it's like anything. If you don't set the coordinates, if you don't have direction, if you don't have a purpose, uh, then again, you'll get nowhere real fast. And so I got a chance to write that book. I got focus. I stopped procrastinating. I stopped thinking that it was it was for someone else. And I just did some research and said, I got to get this done. I wanted to enter the new year uh, with something that would have been a lifelong dream. But at the end of the day, it was a series. Uh, It's my next level series. And so it's it's one of many. But I'm glad I, I got the first book out.
0: Well, congratulations on doing that. We'll be looking forward to seeing that uh, later this year. I guess maybe later this month. Yes, uh, February. (laughs) That's great. So, what's your uh, what's your drive? I mean, again, that that mental toughness. Do you have rituals that you go through? Kind of your routine when you were playing, and even into the business world today that you're in. What was that routine and ritual like?
1: Well, I think, and it goes back when I get a chance to talk to uh, companies and organizations and, and teams or whatever it may be, uh, one of the greatest things I always talk about is tying them back to their why. Um, I think that it is understanding their purpose that initiates any type of innovativeness or ideals. I think uh, having a person understand their purpose allows them to tie to their ultimate. Uh, the team, organizational goals, and see themselves a part of it. Uh, It's really building a person from the inside out, especially when we look at the life we live in and it's changes everywhere. Uh, It's so much uncertainty, uh, no matter where you turn. At the end of the day, a person can walk in anxiety. They can walk in fear. They can walk in concern. they They can look at a life and say, man, I don't know where to go or what to do next. But I think if you tie it back to a person's purpose, if they discover their purpose and they walk it out and with passion, I think amazing things can happen. And so when I look over my life and I see, well, what were some of the key components that allow me to achieve what, I, what I've achieved and that I love to pass on to other people? A lot of it comes down to what we talked about very simply uh, before we really recorded this was, you know, those pillars. I mean, you mentioned about attitude. That's one of the most powerful words in our English language, because at the end of the day, depending on your attitude and how you see life and how you, how you feel life is treating you will determine so much of what you get out of life. I totally believe that we attract those things we think about. And so when we have a positive mental attitude towards life and possibilities, then life tends to reward us with those things that, uh, that we desire most. Uh, whether a person is honest with themselves or not, uh, when they look at their life, their life is what it is because of the thoughts that they have. Because as, as as the pastor says, as a man thinketh, so is he. As he continues to think, so he remains. And so I think looking over my life, it was just having a, a mindset that really just continued to believe in myself to continue to work at the process, to do the things that I needed to do and really take ownership for my life. And so, uh, again, that can be kind of a simple version of it. But at the end of the day, it all starts with attitude.
0: Well, I love that. And I think the, the biggest thing is a lot of people, I think people like me that obviously never got to the uh, professional sports status that you got to. I think so many of us think it's all physical, but what I've learned as I've gotten to know athletes over the years is it's a large part of that is mental. Would you agree with that?
1: Oh, most definitely. I mean, you got to remember that our body is a slave to our mind and what we put inside of our mind, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, what goes in there is what will come out. Our environment and our circumstances is a result to how we've been thinking and what we think, and so if a person uh, wants to have positive things and great things happen to their life in their life, well, again, you need to check what have they been thinking about. I love the uh, analogy that uh, Bob Proctor talks about when he talks about uh, paradigms and he talks about mindsets, and he used the example of a radio station and a frequency. And if you think about what the best radio station or channel that you like to listen to, let's just say it's 95.3. And that's at the level of our goals. And that's at the level of our dreams and our accomplishment. And that's where we want to go. But we also know that if we're at 85.1, in order to get to that level at 95.3, we have to tune into that station. You know, we have to dial, we have to think about it, we have to get there. And once we get there, Then we'll enjoy all the benefits that comes uh, with, you know, with the joy of that station. And so it is with life where we want to go, where we where we desire to be. We have to put our mind on it. We have to think about it. We have to you as Napoleon Hill says, we have to think and grow rich like we have to think about it. The greatest gift that we've we received in life is our mind and the gift of imagination. And I think that as we continue to dream, as we continue to open up our mind to believe in the possibilities, think about the Wright brothers. Man, the Wright brothers was, you know, they were were bicycle repairmen, but they had the imagination and the dream of flight. They had no really formal education, but they had the gift and the dream of flight. And so I just think that there's a lot of people out there that have when they think about their dreams and their goals, uh, and then they look around and say, well, who's going to validate me to think that I can go for this? Well, the only person that need to validate you is yourself. Because matter of fact, 95 percent of people in this world uh, were not was not given the same dream or the same goal or desire as you. And so I think at the end of the day, it, we call it, you know, you have to dare to dream and you have to dare to be great. Uh, because at the end of the day, you were given that gift of imagination. You were given that dream, that vision for a purpose so that only you can bring it to pass. And along with other people, they can support you.
0: Well, you're you're obviously a, a studied man here. I can tell already, you, you know, you're reading books. you you got all these quotes in your mind. How do you what, – what did you do to get that stuff in your mind? I mean, so obviously you were playing football. You had to work out, you know, with the weights. You had to work out. You had to watch film. You had to do all this stuff and, and – but what was your process like of becoming mentally tough?
1: Yeah, and, and everything, you're exactly right, uh, Brett. Everything, had there is a process to it. I think depending on what you do uh, depends on how you do it. And so if I'm playing football and I'm an NFL player, I have to understand that uh, I have to be developed in my speed, my agility, my strength, uh, my quickness, my flexibility, I have to understand things from the technical component and the the strat, you know, strategic tactical component. And so throughout my off season or whatever it was I was doing, I had to create a plan. Uh there's another passage, says, you know, write the vision and make it plain. You know, if you believe in something enough, then you'll write it down. If you don't believe in something enough, you won't write it down. It basically gives it a time. It basically gives it a date. It gives it and something for you to look towards, something for you to focus towards. And so I don't care whether it's being football, you know, NFL, or even what I do now professionally, or if I'm helping someone else. Uh, you have to establish, you have to write these things down. You have to plan it out. You know, in the Bible it says to man, it says to man belongs the plans. But to God and the creator belongs the purpose and the way and the answer. So we get to come up with the plans. That's a gift that we have, the gift of creation. But to the higher power belongs the answer. And so, again, we have to work at it together and uh, it has to be a process. But we have to process that thing out. When you think about it, when I When I talk to NFL players now or I talk to different, you know, uh, corporate executives and I I ask them, well, well, show me what you have written down. Show me where you want to go. And now show me, you know, show me how you how you feel you get there or what do you need to get there? Majority of them don't have it down. They have the desire inside of them. But if it's just living on the inside of you and it's not committed enough to write it down, then no one can really help you. And so uh, to every to every goal and dream, there is a process. And I think that process is something that you have to really discover by doing several things. One, you have to find out who knows about this, who knows about this subject matter more than you. You know, number two, study those that have done it before. What's worked for them? And what are you willing to do for you to accomplish it? And so, again, man, I think process comes with writing it down, but also process comes with uh, researching and discovering and really adding more information to the pool of understanding.
0: Well, I know you and I could spend hours talking about this stuff, but I'm going to switch uh, switch gears here real quick. What, what's your philosophy today? I was talking to one of my kids coach, Andrew Davidson, and and he said, you know, it seems like today that all sports are now year round for kids and the pressure to play just one sport continues to mount. You know, of all the opinions that we all have out there, what's your opinion on kids' sports today? And and uh, give us some feedback on the one sport, two sport, three sport thing.
1: Well, I think uh, I think the purpose of sports, or I would say the value that sports bring, especially even team sports, is there are certain things that team sports can give you that nothing else can give you. Uh, when people talk about football and they're talking about the, the dangers or the risk, um, I know what football taught me. Football taught me teamwork. It taught me how to understand that it's bigger than myself. T- t- uh, football taught me perseverance, that I may not w- win every play, but guess what? I have to get back up and I have to still focus on the goal. You know, football taught me discipline when I didn't feel like working or I didn't feel like going, I didn't feel like getting up. But discipline told me and football told me, listen, if I wanted to achieve this at the end, I have to do this today. Football taught me how to be a brother, you know, and, and support and be empathetic. So that way, if a buddy of mine had a bad day, a bad game, and I'm looking at him and I'm, and I'm trying to comfort him and trying to find out what's going on that I was able to sit with him. I was able to comfort him where he was at. And we were able to come together and build one another through it. So football has taught so many lessons, uh, that are so valuable across the board. And so, um, I think that having a team sport gives you a lot of times that same type of advantage. And so from a specialization standpoint, I think that the key thing for children, and I've raised five children, I have an older son who's 24, a daughter who's a freshman uh, scholarship athlete track at uh, Alabama, another one 16, another 14, and now eight. Uh, my philosophy as a parent is I wanna get you involved and engaged in as much as you can. You're in a world of exploration it's not time to specialize until until you somewhat you get towards around maybe 13 14 and the key measuring to that for parents is is the, is it now is it the time where this sport or this uh opportunity Has a chance for next level opportunity. So that means that if specializing gives them the ability to have the next level opportunity within the first year or the next year, then it's time to specialize. But other than that, other than that, you want to get them, you want to give them the diversification because you never know what they may succeed in. But at the end of the day, you never want to prohibit them from having the life lessons that can be learned through meeting other people and doing other things.
0: That's great feedback. I got four kids, so I'd like to hear somebody that's got more kids than I do. So that's good. <laughs> and, uh, last couple questions here. but So Steve Wainhoff, another coach of one of my kids, talks about who was the most influential coach you had in your life, and what made that coach impactful?
1: Well, I would say my most influential coach was a coach, uh, Michael McBride. He was a defensive back coach that I had in high school. Uh, we used to, he had already played football on a collegiate level, but one of the things he did is he spent time with me. Uh, it, it, it came down to relationship. He cared more about me than uh, about me as a person than just the X and the O's. And so I think what made him stand out to me was the fact that here was someone who measured and calculated his words. Uh, he poured into me. He inspired me by helping me believe in myself, by him spending time showing me different things that would help me for the next level. Uh, but then he also gave of himself, too. Uh, he used to drive me home from practice every day. And so he committed himself to me. He committed himself to being a part of my success and my journey. And uh, I'll, I'll forever be uh, grateful for him uh, for great. that.
0: And what about uh, specializing in, in a sport? We talked about that. But what about strength and conditioning with these kids right now? So at what age do you talk about strength and conditioning versus just going out and playing?
1: Well, I think that uh, f- from very young age, you want to be continuously developing athleticism. And athleticism looks differently for different kids, but I, I just think that uh, any age, push ups, sit ups, you know, calisthenics, movement, all those things you should be doing. I think from a weightlifting standpoint or resistance training, I mean, once you get kids around age uh, around 13, 14, I think it'd be a good opportunity to introduce them to some of the uh, resistor training because their body is in complete still development. The growth plates have not come totally in, so you don't want to stunt them by putting a lot of resistance on those areas while they're still growing. And so I think uh, every sport has its own timing, but from an age standpoint, I think calisthenics, uh, you can do a lot of things without weights. Uh, I do a lot of stuff now <laughs> that doesn't deal with weights, and I still can feel just as strong Uh, without the weights.
0: Well, I appreciate it. And I know, man, you're a busy, busy man. So I appreciate you spending time with us on the Circuit of Success podcast. And where can our listeners find more of uh, Donovan
1: Darius? Every Tuesday um, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I host a, uh, it's called Donovan Darius Motivational Forum. So it's a Facebook live show I do from my home. And uh, just over the last eight months, I've hosted 35 uh, forums, and so what they are, they're hour shows. First half is we keep it kind of light, keep it, you know, with games, trivia, and and the second half an hour, I, I bring in a different ver- a different life topic. And we really just kind of dive in. And just as we're doing now, very conversationally and inspirational and, and motivational-wise just to encourage and build up. And so that's on Facebook Live, Donovan Darius Motivational Forum. Um, and then, of course, they can always just check me out on just regular Facebook, Instagram. Uh, again, Donovan Darius, Donovan Darius Empowers, Twitter, uh, you, you name it. But again, the, the forum is very important because, again, we get a chance to connect. And this is my way of continuously building up, being a messenger of hope and building up people. So I look forward to anybody that wants to kind of connect me from there. And and then if there is anybody that's, uh, I do travel and I do do a lot of paid speaking and international or national level again. So I'm always strategically looking at different opportunities from there as well. So, but I appreciate you having me on and I look forward to, you know, doing it again.
0: Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Donovan. I appreciate it, my friend.